Uh, have you listened to the, the Turtle Soup episode? I haven't had a chance to yet, no. It's it's a lot. Okay. I don't I don't know. How well, I mean obviously it? I'll plug it like I'll plug it on the show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean, understand what got into me like <laughs> why I just sounded bad why i decided <laughs> to, to read fucking teenage mutant ninja turtles toys like the descriptions for the toys in the voice i mean i mean they were really dirty like we acknowledged that the the wording they were clearly bored when they were writing this wording yeah Ugh. well i mean that was like what like wave eight or nine by that point um, so yeah they were done it was 94 i think yeah and the turtles were big in like 89 88 maybe yeah so, it was definitely like dying down yeah that was like i think they really peaked when they did the, the star trek mashup figures and that was just like that's okay guys this is best we can do it's all downhill from here what was it like skiing leo or something like that like <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> cool runnings, Donnie. I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, in that, okay, in this particular, I mean, there's, there's so many of them. In this particular one, they covered, um, the trolls. Oh, God. I, I remember yeah. those. Yes, that was so bad. Oh. Big. And, uh, what else is it? The, the biker one is the, the one that, like, they named the episode. Oh, okay. Uh, Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of because it was like a box and then the figure was kind of tiny in the box for some reason. Yeah, that might have been. Yeah. I don't remember. And then there was uh, the ones that were like, they pop out of the shell or whatever. They like <laughs> are birthed from the shell. And I, I said on the podcast, I think I, I think I had those. Or, yeah. Or my brother had them, like kind of thing. I had but. several of those figures, and I'm not proud of it. But you know, no, I, you shouldn't be. None of us are. I was thinking about this. Kind of when I when I was reading about like what you did on the show and everything and about just like the ritual of what I used to do with my grandfather was we'd find an excuse to go to the the Walgreens down the street like once or twice a week or something like that. And I was I would always beg him for an action figure because I was at that age where it was like, oh, shit, you know, there's toys in the store. I know it's not a toy store, but I want these toys, you know, (laughs) and sometimes he would get me a G.I. Joe. Sometimes I would save up my allowance and I would get like a Ninja Turtle or something. And what's funny is like action figures were so cheap back then. You could just get it for like five bucks. Yeah. And just, yeah. And th- now I feel like an old man and shit because it's like now you can't go. Yeah. You can't get a toy for like less than like $18. And it's just like, it's a figure and it may come with a sword and it comes with a head from another action figure that you have to build. If you collect all of that run. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. There was one particular build a figure. And now I can't remember what it was. Eric ended up building the figure because he bought the whole, <laughs> obviously, it's Eric. Uh, yeah. But there was one of those. And I was like, damn it, I want that figure. Mm. And, yeah, I just don't like that model at all. No. And it's so bad. Like, you know, hey, I want to get this um, wasp action figure for my kid. You know, my kid likes the wasp. Uh, Ant-Man's okay, but the Wasp, that's what she really likes. And then it comes with, like, Sabretooth's leg. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, What do you do with why? this? Why? You're right. Why? What is this? What's the, happening? The best one that I saw was a, a Deadpool series where Deadpool was breaking the fourth wall and acknowledging the Build-A-Fig pieces in the plastic and, like, fucking around with them. 
So, like, the one where it came with a head, he was, like, kicking a field goal oh, with the head. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That, that was good, you know, or just so make it. was, like, it, a Tumblr type of thing or whatever? You mean, or, like, someone took the photos and, like. No, po- these were, like, the official posing in the actual oh, packaging. Oh, yeah. that's even better. I thought someone was just, like, making a joke account of these figures. <laughs> no, but somebody really, they put some thought into this. And I was hoping, like, okay, they'll start using their noggins a little bit more when it comes to these runs, when it comes to like, all right, so we have a run of fantastic four figures. And for some reason it comes with, I don't know, let's say Thor is like the sixth figure. Thor has nothing to do with the fantastic four. Why is he there? (laughs) Because they had a space in the line and they hadn't made a Thor figure in a long time. So I noticed they did that a lot with like Namor for a while there. They kept putting Namor and I'm like, no one wants Namor. (laughs) Yeah. Like I think for the black Panther line, they did that. It's like black Panther, you know, and then, Oh, Hey, it's Namor. (laughs) The six figures. Namor. Oh, it's Namor. Okay. It's like that. Uh, the scene in Wayne's world when it's like, Oh, it's uh wow, Delaware. Cool. Delaware. <laughs> like like that is Namor to me. Yeah. He's 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 Delaware. Look, <laughs> we're in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about that bit. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Everything about that that movie holds up, by the way. Yeah. It's I rewatched a- it like last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh man, cuz you know you go back and you watch these comedies and you're not quite sure how bad it's going to be and what how questionable and it's it holds up really well that's cool and yeah. i actually like the sequel too i thought the sequel was good yeah yeah the sequel is enjoyable but the first one is just still just solid movie so do you ever listen to how does this how did that get huh what's the name of the show how did this get made? how did this get made yes did you ever, yes. Do you, do you ever listen to that okay Love so it. when you listen to it does it have to be about a movie that you've seen before no I've I've listened to plenty of those where I've never seen the movie. Okay, okay, and I think that speaks to the quality of their of their show, the way that they yeah, kind of like. Yeah, it's just enjoyable to me. I, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I mean Paul and and was it a uh, um, Jason Jason Manzukis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jason yeah. Frankie. They <laughs> they all have such a good rapport with one another. You know, I, and just it goes back to that episode of Chris Gethard that I told everybody to watch on one episode, like. They just, they are funny people together. Like, I would love to watch a movie with them, even if it's a bad movie, you know? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, I, like, I agree. I don't know ahead. how they haven't done that yet, because that <laughs> podcast has been on for, what, at least five plus years? Come on. Yeah. Make, it, make a Lifetime movie with make, them. <laughs> make a Lifetime movie. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because it's like, usually if you see Jason in a project, then Paul shows up in, in a cameo or vice versa. Yeah, I don't think that Jason has been on Grace and Frankie, but Paul has. Okay, okay, yeah. So I Unless guess this new season is like he's on there. I haven't watched that yet. But. If there's one of them, then there's another one. One of them's the other one's going to join in. Like um, on the Good Place, of course, Derek. You know. Yeah. And then Paul That's Shear. <laughs> Paul Shear shows up as one of the uh, the committee uh, from Heaven. <laughs> yeah. So good. It's so good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So were you questioning like an episode of that show that uh, you wanted to watch? Is that no. what you brought it up? I was just curious because I end up doing that myself sometimes. Like I'll, I'll look yeah. and see what the topic is and sometimes it's like, yeah, I don't really care about that movie. Or, all right, I've never seen this movie, but I know it's really bad and I want to hear what they have to say about it. You know, But it's rarely, I don't want to listen to it at all. It's just, okay, what's my level of excitement 
of what when I want to listen to this. Do I want to do I want to check it out now, or do I want to just like have it ready for whatever I run out of other stuff to listen to? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I it's judgment call. I mean, I will say that it is more enjoyable if you've seen it. Like, <laughs> Like it, a lot of the references make sense, but it, it also kind of there's some of them they talk about. I'm like, I don't want to spend the time to watch this movie. Right. But I right. weirdly will listen to this podcast. Like uh, the 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 interstellar episodes, I won't really listen to too much where they go back and they, uh, you know, talk about, oh, this is what we uh, forgot to mention on the episode. Here's what we're talking about next time. Like, that's not too much of a grab for me. But Yeah. Will they chop up the movie itself? Yes, definitely. I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. All right. You, so. You got you your drink? To... Yeah, I do. <laughs> drink. Uh, do we want to get into this housekeeping? Are we? Did we start? I don't even. I can't keep track. I, you know, I'll figure it out when I edit. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and we are a go. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. We are here. This is episode 47, if you don't count the minis or the special episodes that are on Patreon. But this is the 47th official episode of Lex and Matt. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. And we're here to talk about several things that we haven't talked about already, hopefully. I I just can't believe it's 47 episodes. We're coming up on 50. That's right. What anniversary is that? What is that's that? What the get? um that's the, the mac and cheese anniversary. Mac and cheese? Oh god, I love it. Word, Perfect. Word. So I'll I'll be expecting that in the mail. Um Yeah, it's gonna be gross, but okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's the same thing they say about pizza. It doesn't matter if it no, it doesn't apply to mac and cheese. There's gross mac and cheese that you just cannot tolerate. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Uh, we had that long weekend thanks to Martin Luther King. You know, yep. shout out to Dr. Martin Luther King. That Jr. was his dream. That was his dream to give us a Monday off. And you know what? Kudos, man. Kudos. That <laughs> happened. We appreciate oh. it. You know what? I feel bad for people that end up having to work on MLK Day because it's like, you know, you, you work so hard. You know, you black all year long and... You now, still got to go to Only work. the black people, though, right? Oh, hell yeah. No, yeah. just only okay. the, all, yeah, yeah. just look. Just the people of color get to take off on MLK Day. You know what I'm saying? That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Everybody else got to work. Traffic folks. Honky, you got to work. Bus drivers. You know what? You driving me around today, all right? That's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, the weekend was good. Uh, got a chance to chill. Um, got a lot of stuff done. Uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good when I wasn't making a fool out of it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's deal with all was, the, uh, the housekeeping I, and we'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. Cause yeah. I really, I really want to dig into that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. do housekeeping. Okay. Okay. So I want to quickly plug a podcast that I like. So okay. I just want to throw this out there cause I am a habitual listener to this. It's a newer podcast that started last year. Um, and I think I've mentioned it on the show before. Uh, but I just wanted to like give it an official shout out and the creators of that show a shout out because it's, it's two brilliant women discussing politics and news. Mm. And I just feel like there's not enough of that out there. Um, or at least as far as what I've discovered and they just handle it really well. So I liked it a lot. Um, it's called exceedingly persuasive with two X's like the X, X chromosomes. Ah. Um, 
And it's uh, the people who created it are um, Brooke Angeline on Instagram. So it's Brooke and Mackenzie. Uh, and then it's MK, MKZ Joy Brennan. So you can follow both of them on Instagram. They don't have, I, I messaged them and asked them if they had an official page or anything like that right now. They don't at the moment. But if you go subscribe to the podcast and everything and follow them on there, you'll see when they have new episodes. Uh, they just dropped a brand new episode, uh, their first one of the year. It's awesome. So cool. definitely check that out. All right. Also, um, I was on Turtle Soup. Yeah. Our, our buddies. Uh, their TMNT podcast, the only good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast, as if I've listened to all of them. The but, yeah. original, the <laughs> only one that matters. Shout out to Turtle Soup. Yeah, yeah. So I was on their episode this weekend. I got, I, I mean, I had said before that I would be on an episode of Turtle Soup. That was Ryan. fast, though. Like, we were talking oh, about that's it. That's because I, was, <laughs> I went out to Plant City to just hang out with them, and then suddenly they're like setting up a mic. And I'm like, all right, well, guess I'm on a freaking podcast today. All right. Oh, man. That's so funny. That's great. Yeah. That's perfect timing. So you went on Turtle Soup. You killed it. Well, well we've already posted I, links, but it we'll is post not more. safe for work. I am just warning you guys in advance. It's, <laughs> I don't, I. I wasn't on drugs, but like, what was I thinking? I don't know. It's like every episode of this show that I do, I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You went to a place called Plant City and you weren't on drugs. I mean, that's the, that's the most shocking news right there. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. So, okay. Ironically, that is not the first thing. That is not the first time that I've heard Plant City referenced today. Really? I actually saw a tweet from somebody. You know, you just come across like silly tweets sometimes. It's like, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, this guy, uh, it's Lumber Zach on Twitter says, one time at this bar in Nashville, the band stopped playing and asked the audience, who here is from Plant City, Florida? And this girl goes, woo. She thought they were giving her hometown a shout out, but it was because they found her lost ID. I think oh about her God. often. <laughs> I was going to say, nobody, nobody knows Plant City other than people who have been or live in Plant City. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Plant City. So, yeah, that's cool. You were on Turtle Soup, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. There, I just, I love both those boys so much. So I, I spent a good portion of the last episode verbally filleting Turtle Soup and how proud I am of them and how glad I am that they exist in this podcast space. But I'll say it again. Shout out to Turtle Soup. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got more uh, crossovers happening in the very near future. This is the year of crossovers for Lex and Matt. So stay tuned, everybody. Lots of stuff happening. (laughs) So I didn't record a podcast this week, but a new episode of Unicursity dropped that you guys should definitely check out. I know I've mentioned this on the show before, but for those that don't know, it's an actual play podcast. We roll those D20s, have all that kind of fun. I record it with my good friends, Aaron Amendola, Caitlin Rosberg, and of course, Liz Brzezinski. Uh, I play a character named Chuck, and basically Chuck is everything I'm not. So when I say it's a role-playing actual play game, it's definitely role-playing. Anyway, check it out. It's part of the Versus the Universe podcast network. Uh, this whole thing, this astound thing that they have going on, it's amazing. Um, the sixth story episode is the one that just dropped. So there's still plenty of time to catch up. The um, 
the editing, the sound editing that that versus the universe does on the show is incredible. And from what I understand, the uh, theme song is very catchy. It's an earworm. Haha, <laughs> pun intended. So check that out as well. I know why I can't talk. I was listening to Jeff Goldblum speak, and that just screws with your head. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. He has that weird cadence. I don't even know what it is. Where is he from? He does. He does. And you know why? It's because he's a jazz man. And jazz, oh. jazz people have that flim-flam way of speaking. Is he you from know? another country, though? I don't know. He's I don't really. American. Uh, where is he from? When did he begin? Who right is now. he? He's sixty-seven years old. He's from Pennsylvania. Shit, bitch! You have no reason to be that way. No, he has no business being that interesting. From Pennsylvania, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, my my other thing is uh, Shy Nerd Fest. I guess yeah. that's kind of our thing. Shy yeah. Nerd Fest. We were. Uh, Please this punch to be part of Shine Nerd Fest last year. A lot of you folks came out and supported us, and we sincerely appreciate that. Uh, unfortunately, this year, uh, due to scheduling cl- conflicts, we're not going to be able to make it work. Uh, however, if you would like to be a part of uh, Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival, the submissions open this, well, they're open now. Um, <laughs> oh, was that last Friday? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, by the time people hear this, it's going to oh, be. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. They're open. Submissions are going to be open to you. Uh, we'll put links in the show notes, of course. Uh, if you're a stand up, if you're an improv uh, person, how dare you? Uh, if you have a podcast of your own, you can apply to be part of the Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival at the uh, famous Stage 773 right here in Chicago, Illinois. It's worth it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we will get you fucked up um, in a good way if you come through. So, yeah, check us out. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, if you would like to purchase one of our Slapdash t-shirt designs, um, TeePublic, the site that we sell t-shirts through, uh, is having a sale that is on now through the 26th. So check that out. Get you a discount. Hoodies, t-shirts, tote bags, shower curtains, whatever you want. It's all there for you. Yeah. All right, that's all my show. Have you bought any? Have you bought anything from there? I have the best shower curtain, just with my face on it right now. Not yours, just my face. Yeah, that's um, that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. (laughs) I was considering like, would it be creepier to have a both of our faces, b just my face, or c just your face on the shower curtain in this imaginary scenario? My face. Exactly. Yeah. See that? Yeah. There's no, there's no right answer here. They're not, they're not good. They're all, they're they're all really bad options. But I would say, now if it was my house, (laughs) the worst option is just yours. Just (laughs) well, the face, the face that I'm making on our logo. I know. Yeah. Oh. It's just such a judgy shower curtain. Me, I'm like, Brad, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I should get a shower curtain just with the album cover of everything but the girl's temperament. Temperamental? Temperamental? Yeah, that's the name of the Yeah. Album. Yeah. Cause that that's over there in the back of the uh, the limo, right? Or car? No, yeah. no. That's just that weird, like, um, that charcoal drawing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's enough of the deep cut section. So, you had an interesting weekend, Nudge. Oh, yeah. I, okay. 
So I, uh, first of all, I asked her if I could share this story because it was funny. Oh, yeah. This is all um, above board. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I obviously asked her permission and uh, I asked, can I use your name? And she said, you freaking better. Uh, so she, because she's bossy. So uh, I was with Bree this weekend. Bree! And yeah, Bree. Okay, all right. So this. I've never heard you actually say her name. I've only seen it typed out. So it could have went several different ways. It could have been Brie. It could have been like Bre, like Sabre. <laughs> or it could have been like Bre. I don't know. I had a third one, but it's lost. Anyway, Brie. Awesome. Bri. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm already regretting this. It's not a whole. Uh, okay. So I'm not going to share like whole story because that's between us but we were in the ocean like it was really nice we had a really nice moment everything like that and 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 by in the ocean i mean like like ankles deep kind of thing in the water like it wasn't too cold thought it was gonna rain it wasn't bad like i mean sun's getting ready to set kind of thing really nice okay and uh i was playing with her joking and i like leaned back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I leaned back and I just fell flat into the water. Wow. Like just completely drenched, fell into the water. <laughs> and she thought this was the most hysterical thing in the world and was cute and uh did not fall at all because she's like an athlete and stuff. Like she played like college lacrosse and everything. So like she's she's legit. Like she's not gonna fall. Uh <laughs> but I am a human muppet that, that will just <laughs> flail about and fuck up everything so i fell straight into the water and she just thought that was so funny the driving driving back to her house she was literally just bursting and she burst into laughter at random and i was like what are you laughing at she's like i just i just pictured your face <laughs> <laughs> like oh fuck what have i done Oh, Don't I'm be so alarmed if I fall head over feet. still wants to date me, but I just don't. <laughs> I I am still cringing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's also the worst. And then I was cold. The drive home was so cold. <laughs> my clothes, my wet jeans. Oh, oh. man. That that is so sweet. My teeth hurt right now. That is I just, I love I it. We're love gross. It. Terrible. <laughs> I, I I I I have already firmly embraced the fact that we're terrible. So anyway, I mean, you had a meat cute, and now you had a meat cuter. <laughs> How the fuck, man? Come on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Who's the villain in this rom com? Society. It's society. I was the vil. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We got um. We, we did get some. I didn't even notice this until she she pointed it out to me. Uh, but we got some weird looks because we were holding hands, oh, uh, walking, and uh, I didn't notice the guy, but apparently she did. Mm. And I was like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And she's like, "That fucking guy." <laughs> looking at us like staring at she's like take a picture and then apparently she like winked at him and was messing with him (laughs) what are you doing like oh oh shit i got a chance oh shit no no okay he does not play no 
<laughs> no, just this guy, just for a fleeting second. Oh, he's like, yeah. oh shit, I'm it. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. He she he, was uh, fun of me. <laughs> he should he should have felt the danger of Bree's wrath. So Good. yeah, she'll take you down. <laughs> yeah, she's tough. <laughs> anyway, so that was my weekend. Uh, and days since. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't find any new romance over the weekend. Just the same, you know. I was gonna say, I hope not. Just Shit. that same. It feels new, you know. Aww. It feels new every day. No, you're gross and sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, oh, you know what? I forgot. Shout out to Cinnabon. Cinnabon <laughs> is so nice to us it's on Twitter, sweet, guys. Cinnabon, this podcast. Is brought to you by Cinnabon. All right, real talk. Have you had Cinnabon since we started like name dropping them on the podcast? No. Neither have I. <laughs> I have to go to a mall for that. That's unfortunate. I know. That's the downside, man. You got to go to a mall to get Cinnabon. What's up with that? I don't want to go and be around people and shit. Who wants that? Not me. Yeah. I Cinnabon. Mean, when I, you're brave I, enough Cinnabon. to be around people. This is Cinnabon. your reward. Maybe put your locations outside of a mall. Cinnabon. <laughs> Cinnabon. <laughs> Located two, two uh, stalls down from Sabaro. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man. They have like Sabaros outside of malls now in Chicago. It, it blew my mind. It was almost as surprising when I saw Little Caesars for the first time outside of a Kmart. Like, this is a it's, thing. It's, it, like, it's like the office when Michael is like, Got to get me a New York slice or whatever, and rolls up to Sabaros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why? <laughs> yeah. Or if like there's a frozen pizza brand that you really like, and you see like a restaurant for them one day, like Home Run In, they have locations in Chicago now. Beggars, I've never even heard of that pizza. Well, Beggars isn't isn't frozen. Yeah, Home Run In, um, uh, um, um, Reggio's. That's what I'm thinking. Reggio's used to be a local Chicago pizza restaurant then they went strictly frozen and everyone was sad about that hmm yeah what happened to you regios <laughs> they made a mistake oh i forgot in our housekeeping we did have one uh listener write in about oh. last week's episode okay so uh paul calicote said uh great show y'all thank thanks. you paul. thanks paul uh, said so. I liked the last two episodes. Talking, this is talking about the crossover. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something was a bit off during the finale battle. Um, mm. Absolutely loved blank cameo. We're just going <laughs> to leave that blank since we haven't done our full spoiler warning. Uh, give him a damn movie already. Idea for a Superman Flash episode: the race around the world. Ah. Oh, for like a crossover next year when they have the Superman show. That's a good that's idea. That's right. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next crossover should be Batman's plans to take out the League, um, get activated, and Batwoman has to stop it. So oh, we're talking. So like uh, bring back uh, Kevin Conroy. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool, and that's like the whole um, Prometheus storyline. Uh, from, from JLA during the Grant Morrison, I believe, uh, years when wow. he was writing. So, um, Batman had a plan in place to take down every single member of the Justice League. Uh, all of a sudden, like, this villain comes out of nowhere. And this is how dated it is. This is a guy that would load, like, CD-ROMs into his helmet. 
to figure out how to like stop low certain programs in his brain, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he, he knew how to take down each member of the Justice League almost as if, you know, he knew all their secrets. And it was because he did, because he stole them from Batman. And so oh. Batman had to admit, like, it was me. These are my plans. And I'm sorry. And that led to them not trusting Batman for a long time. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shit. Like, shit, man. You hid my keys, Batman. Do you know? That's the one thing that I hate. You hid my keys. You got to go. You're off the team. That's it. Is that your thing? Is that's that, my, is that that's, what, that's, that's how now? Batman would take me. No, Batman would have to hide my wallet and my pants. Like, I have a thing. I haven't okay. lost my wallet since I was like 13 years old. Same. I keep my keys and my wallet in a little cup by the door. You know, I'm it's very not a particular. Cup, but like a little tray, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I know exactly. Yeah, like a little thing by the, yeah, people have like a plate or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I've, I've, I haven't lost a wallet. The, the first time that I've lost my wallet since I was 13 was when I told you about it. That's why I took time to paint right. this picture for you about how I lost it in El Segundo. Uh, <laughs> when I went to LA. <laughs> because it I was know. just it was it was unreal like how the fuck do i as a grown man lose my wallet batman there you go yeah you uh, blame batman yep yep blame batman not the copious amounts of <clears throat> of legal weed no batman <laughs> i i for- keep forgetting about that because you and i we're both so straight edge yeah pretty much for the most part but, yeah yeah that like i forget that you you did that which was i mean fine. you know good for you I, go, you go glenn coco <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even insinuating like oh yes I did all the weed out in LA and yeah. nobody take that sound bite and abuse it. Um no I'm just saying like you know I, I, Matt literally no one cares. Well yeah <laughs> but it's also like counterintuitive by me being an asthmatic that I would go oh, and yeah, smoke yeah. a joint because like all right so since weed has been legalized here in Illinois it smells like weed everywhere. Like in my yeah. building's hallway, I had to buy an air purifier <laughs> specifically because of that reason. It just smells like Snoop Dogg is visiting everybody in the night and leaving presents of just like a baggie of weed. That sucks. Damn. I mean, yeah, if you got shit to do, yes, it sucks. No, no, no. I mean, like, <laughs> just the smoke part of it. Like, like the weed being legalized is one thing, but damn, dealing with all that smoke, that's shitty. And the that's smell. Exactly and, it. and so, I mean, the way that it's gone in, in previous states when it's been legalized, it's going to be like three to four months before, you know, people finally start to calm the fuck down again and understand like, hey, guess what? It's kind of weird that you decide to play Jamaican music and a little bit racist every time you decide to get high. Um, Wait, am I not supposed to be doing that? <laughs> you do what you want, man, but it's just like, it's so, it's so on the nose, like, oh god, really? You, you playing, you playing reggae right now? Remember when Matthew McConaughey was, like, had the cops call him because he was smoking weed, playing the bongos? <laughs> naked remember that yeah yeah remember, remember when that, that was the big news of the day that was, yeah yeah i don't know why i thought you meant matthew broderick and i was gonna say when he was inspector gadget but no oh that was, god ew. that oh. was due to another drug i don't know that was yeah not good yeah. speaking of drugs um, terrible terrible yeah. thought <laughs> someone scrubbed that from my brain speaking of drugs yeah 
Matt, what are you talking about? Am I I supposed to know? I was looking at the notes trying to see how to segue with that, but no. The next thing on the list, McGruber. Speaking of drugs. I'm addicted to streaming shows. And Are you? He has a new streaming service. And no. <laughs> I don't fucking transition. So what I can't believe is that NBC, their peacock. They're going to make us keep saying that. P- it's a peacock, baby. Um, proud as a peacock. That is <laughs> the worst thing I've ever done. Uh, MacGruber yes. is getting a TV series. I am very excited for this. Wow. Do you wow. not like MacGruber? Did you see the movie? Uh, I did not see the movie. Okay. Did that you movie know? Is really good. Here's here's my random wrestling fact of the day for you. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, MacGruber, not Will Forte. MacGruber yep. guest hosted an episode of Monday Night Raw one week. They so were doing. They were doing this weird thing where they would have a celebrity come on the show and be a guest host. So week after week, we had Bob Barker, we had Snoop Dogg, we had The Muppets, um, Seth Green, for some reason, and then MacGruber. I don't know why. It didn't last long. It was like was a couple it, of months. Was it when the movie was coming out? I Yeah, like, I think it was to coincide with the, with the movie. But yeah, it's like, no, no, Will Forte... Is not a, a big enough name. We're gonna have him do this character in different skits for three hours backstage. <laughs> You're already getting a movie. Will Ferrell do that as like Ron Burgundy with a couple things too, He's, like he yeah. posted things. Yeah, like um, famously he did a whole week on Conan where he was uh, Ron Burgundy. And recently, I think he he tried to like launch a podcast as Ron Burgundy, but it didn't quite take off. Yeah. So they are the, the I I will recommend the uh, MacGruber movie to oh, you. Okay. Um. It it shockingly like I kind of watched it randomly as a late night movie kind of thing, and it made me laugh. Mm. One thing that's really interesting about the MacGruber movie was the whole segment in Deadpool two where they're like we're gathering a team, and then the team all dies. Yeah. They did that in MacGruber years before. Oh, wow. It's the exact same bit, basically. That's kind of great. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's stupid. Like, it's not, I, I don't know what I would compare it to. But, like, it, it is a dumb movie. It, it is as dumb as making MacGruber a TV, <laughs> or that, that little bit into a full movie. And now a TV show can be. Uh, but... I just it's funny and I'm I'm now excited for this. It's weird what works from SNL. Like earlier you were talking about, you know, uh Wayne's World still holding up. Yeah. And of course the Blues Brothers. In but case then, that didn't make it into the show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about Wayne's World. <laughs> we did. Um but yeah, like Wayne's World, Blues Brothers, um, but then you get the Coneheads. Coneheads happened Ugh. so long after those skits and it actually did pretty I hated well. Those too. They freaked me out. Yeah, they were kind of freaky. But did you they like were... the movie? No. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> I'm sorry. I... That seemed very aggressive. It did. No, I did not. <laughs> you came kind of hard at the Coneheads. <laughs> I, I did not like Coneheads. It freaked me out. I okay. liked Superstar. Thank you very much. See, yeah. All right. So Superstar would have been on my list of ones that didn't work. But. Worked for me. Yeah. And then, of it's course, fine. Matt at the Roxbury. It's oh, Pat. Love. Love, love, love. 
I seriously love that movie. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) It was around that era of movies like Deuce Bigelow where it was like, you know what? It's a movie. I'm I'm going to watch it. It's it's on a screen. I'm gonna watch it. Oh, okay. Know every line from that movie because we watched Jesus it Christ. so many times. You know what's funny about that movie to me? Like it was PG-13, okay? Mm-hmm. And it had boobs in it. Yeah. And I was just like, issues. I was at the theater. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Those are breasts. <laughs> like I forget who I was with, but I was just like so, just like, guys, you you seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> have you I, I i feel like i probably sent it to you at one point if i didn't send it to you then i posted it um it's baby yoda and it's like him doing the oh man face uh and it's like when it's a a movie from the 80s it's pg but it's from the 80s so you see titties uh. <laughs> <laughs> baby yoda going oh shit look like, that that's the reaction that you get something like that it's so uh, funny yeah. they used to just be so fast and loose with those ratings it's just like yeah. okay yeah, you know, we can't After swear too much. Like the early 80s or something like that, I think. was the, yeah. I don't remember the first one. But yeah, they got away with a lot. Man. It's crazy going back and looking at those movies. There's so many of them that would have been PG-13. Right. Oh I, even, I mean, this is a tantrum-heavy episode, guys. It really I'm is. It's, We're it's both the... out of it right now. <laughs> I'm not out of it. I know exactly what I'm doing. Oh, I'm talking about PG-13 boobs. So, yeah, it was just so weird. Like, you, and there was there was a weird. We were talking to Cinnabon earlier, and now we're talking about boobs. Look, it, everybody, guys, this, guys, this, this is what MLK dreamt of: <laughs> a gay white woman and a straight black man talking about titties. This is the great equalizer right here. <laughs> This is this is the great equalizer. We sit down and we can discuss. Solve it all. <laughs> Did we just fix racism? That's that's it. That's okay. all it took right there. Oh my god! And here we are. But it was always like okay. So when I was yeah. when I was discovering <laughs> <laughs> this could that, that sentence could have gone many places. That's why I'm when you're it. when you're <laughs> discovering movies. And the way certain Movies. ones are like pandering to you and other ones are trying to actually tell a story. There's a big difference between late night HBO and uh, the bikini car wash club or whatever it was versus like, okay, this, this movie happens to feature breasts. Yes. You know? yeah. Very different experiences. <laughs> Very different experience. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, we are going into. Nope, not sharing stories. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should I? Nope, mm, nope. All right. That's fair enough. Fair enough. That's fine. I mean, you know, it. <laughs> it's life. It happens. Boobies happen. It's fine. Um, game delays. Let's talk about video games. Oh, my God. <laughs> this episode is a mess. It's like I'm a just, bucket like, of cold sweating. water sweating buckets over here like why am i talking about things i'm talking oh my god all right it's fine it's like you know what some some weeks the podcast is good because you know you and i are excited to talk to each other about certain things other weeks it's good because you know we have something to get off of our chest in a in a uh, cathartic way 
You know, this is one of those weeks where it's just, we're just having a good fucking time right now. Just catching up on shit, you know, whatever that may be. We made a list and we're getting through the list. So games, <laughs> video games. Were there any games you were excited for this year that were supposed to come out? You mean 2019? Nope. I'm talking nope. about 2020. 2020. Okay, sorry. The Last of Us 2, man. That's yeah. that's my jam. Yeah. Other well, than that, uh... yeah. So just to give folks an idea of what we're talking about here, I'll just I'll just give you the big overarching thing. So, um, some top tier games that were announced last year unfortunately have uh, encountered some delays. Uh, so the big Avengers game from Square Enix that's going to be uh, that is being developed by Crystal Dynamics, the same team that does the Tomb Raider games, uh, the current generation Tomb Raider games. It's been delayed from May 15th to September 4th. The big Final Fantasy VII remake, the first chapter of it anyway, the one we were talking about several episodes ago uh, during our E3 uh, breakdown, that's pushed back from March 3rd <laughs> to April 10th. So that's not too bad. No, 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 no. That seems very reasonable to me. Yeah. Um, I mean... I'm I'm not a game developer, so I don't I don't really know what's reasonable, but like that seems realistic, like a small amount of time just to polish, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a game dev either, obviously, but it's just, you know, if we're told as the public to expect this product to come out on a certain day, we expect it to come out at that time and not encounter several delays. It works against AAA games like um Kingdom Hearts 3 comes to mind, most of all. You know, just something being delayed that everybody is just eagerly anticipating, and it just gets pushed back and pushed back. Um, famously, Nintendo rarely sees delays uh, when they're developing a game. So, you know, they're like the, the, uh, the um, I don't know, the example, I think, that some of these developers should live up to, but it's not the same for everybody. Uh, there's a cool Iron Man VR game that was supposed to be coming out February 28th, it has now been pushed back to May 15th, which is ironically the original release date for that Avengers game. So you will get some Iron Man on that day, just not all the Iron you Man. You will not get all of the Avengers. You will get one Avenger just and you one. will like it. That's right. Just just the one guy. Oh, man. We can have one Avenger just as a treat. <laughs> if you really want to get depressed, you should read up on what's going on in the Iron Man comics. It is not good. All right. You mean like poorly written or... Poorly written, terrible story. Artwork is kind of. Eh. Who's doing? Who's wait? Who's who's writing it? Who's doing the artwork? Tell I me. don't know who's doing the artwork, but Dan Slott's writing it. Oh. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't like him that much. He's okay. Whatever. <laughs> he had some good Spidey moments, but. Mm. Sure, Dan. Yep. I I like Superior Spider Man. I thought it was a good story. <sighs> Once. No. No, no. <laughs> this is another conversation. We'll come back to that. Um, Cyberpunk, that cool game that's coming out from CD Projekt Red, the people that made Witcher, and Keanu Reeves is in this game. That was pushed back from September 16th to September 17th. That's a pretty substantial delay. Yeah, that all of these to me, all of these are substantial except for that last one, Final Fantasy. Like, yeah, yeah. this is surprising. Yeah. And then lastly, The Last of Us 2 from February to May. Yeah, that's the one that... That hurts, man. Wasn't it originally supposed to come out late last year? You know what? It was rumored to. 
But then they officially came out with like saying, hey, look, this is the day. They made this great trailer. It featured Ellie and all kind of crazy shit going on. And they put it at the end of the trailer almost as if it was carved in stone with this just deep bassy noise behind it. Like, this is it. This is the day it's coming out. And then like a, a month later, hey, guys, uh, no, nah, sorry. No. Push it back. So... I mean, there's plenty of stuff to the, play. There's always the, something. The only good play. thing about The Last of Us 2 being delayed to that point is mm. that it's like it becomes like a birthday game. <laughs> that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Because I'm June 8th. Like, that's close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You drop it in. So I understand. That's fine. Um. A wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. That's been a joke with Brie lately because I can't wink, apparently. I did not know this. <laughs> I blink. I don't wink. Really? I blink. Oh, uh, it's like, like an the, idiot. It's so, like the girl on um, my favorite murder that can't do the cat call whistle. Well, what's funny is because I joke about uh, being like Alexis Rose on Shit's Creek. Yeah. There's I forgot. There's a whole series of jokes on there where she can't blink or she can't wink. So she she winks horribly. So she's like <laughs> winking and she's like David David. Wink emoji. <laughs> wink emoji. So, yeah, I, I can't. Anywhere. But, yeah, hint, hint. Wink emoji. Hint. Wink. Wink emoji. So, yeah. Um, of all these games, I think I was most excited for, yeah, Last of Us 2 as well. I mean, second would have gone to Cyberpunk because, you know, CD I'm Project intrigued Red. by Cyberpunk. I don't yeah. really care about any of these other ones, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I know Iron Man Avengers VR. could be. Mm, yeah, you've got VR. I that's off the table for me, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But like, I wish I could live stream this Batman Arkham VR game because there's a lot to yeah? take in there. And wait, you can't stream it. Uh, I can stream it, but okay. So it does this weird thing when you're in the helmet, of course. Everything that you're looking at, everything that's going on in the screen in front of you, is what you see. Right. Um, but to the person watching the monitor, the TV, basically, it looks like, um, I don't know. It's, it's like everything is kind of like, it, it's almost like it's trying to like use a third person camera instead of being your point of view. That's weird. It is. I now can't, I, I'm, now I'm I want, not no, no, describing no, no, no. it right. It's not, it's not, it's not your <laughs> fault. I, I, I feel like I'm going to have to go later and look up what this maybe someone can has like figured out a way to get the video. Yeah. So I'll like give the, you, I'll give you an example. So right. there's a moment when you're suiting up in the, uh, in the Batman costume and you get to look in a mirror as the suit is calibrating, calibrating. And if you have the move sticks in your hand, um, you know, it's tracking your head motions as well. You can make it look like you're dancing around as Batman. And he's got this serious expression on his face. So it's like, you know, he's just really into the groove. Just like, right. yeah, getting down, getting down. And, you know, to you, of course, because it's your head, you can look at yourself dancing in a mirror and it's like, yeah, you know, I'm keeping up with it. But if you're looking at the TV screen, it's like the camera's going everywhere and you can't really see what Batman's doing. You know, it's just like right. looking all around the room. That's it's, weird. It is. That's it's trippy. Because th- that was the first thing I wanted to record. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm going to dance around as Batman and put that on the internet because, you know, that's the goofy no, shit that, that I do. No, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my brand. If people follow me yeah. on Twitter, that's my shit. That's what yeah, I do. That's, yeah. So, 
<laughs> but yeah, it was just like so just all over the place. I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. Okay. So and you yeah. could have made it into a gift. We make gifts now, guys. We make gifts, y'all. We know how to make gifts. <laughs> if you join patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, get into our Facebook group, you can see some gifts in there. We done made some gifts. <laughs> That's right. You have a mustache gift. I have a uh eye roll gift. Yeah, I do have a mustache gift. It is funny. You can see it. If you go on our Patreon. And join. Okay. <laughs> that was so convincing. You had me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I was looking at the notes for the next thing. So, what the... F- okay, this is... I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this is me. I did not read the notes ahead of time. <laughs> so, I just looked at the next story. Yes. You, you're bringing this to the table. So, I'm just going to sit back and go, huh? What? Okay, okay. So, this comes from bloodydisgusting.com. Um, a lot of you folks probably already know this, especially if you're really into horror movies. Uh, Sony... And Blumhouse, uh, Blumhouse is the production company behind yeah. stuff like Get Out, of course. Uh, they're rebooting Fantasy Island as a horror film. And it's coming out Valentine's Day this year. So they've already made this, then? It's wow. done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is done. So Fantasy Island, and I think they're calling it Blumhouse's, Blumhouse Presents Fam- Fantasy Island or something like that. Um, it's another take on the original show, of course, starring Ricardo Montalban, um, which was remade into more of a sci-fi show uh, starring Malcolm McDowell, um, I want to say in the late 90s, maybe mid-90s. Uh, it's, it's being remade as a horror film now starring Michael Pena as wow. uh, Mr. Michael Pena too. Now, look, I will say, Blumhouse is making arguably some of the best horror films out there right now. Like, and I'm not, I'm not huge into horror films, but mm-hmm. I do like what they're making. Like, I do think that there are some great creative voices out of there. You so, know, I think that Blumhouse is going the Shaw Brothers route and just making a whole lot of shit and whatever sticks, sticks and whatever doesn't is forgotten about. Yeah. Cause I <laughs> mean, true. I, I feel like point. I see their name on everything everything that comes out now it's like blumhouse presents blumhouse this blumhouse that and it's like okay you guys make a lot of shit something's obviously working so keep up the good work that's true i didn't think of that yeah i guess i don't know i'm i'm (laughs) conflicted i'm conflicted about this because on one hand i'm like oh maybe they could do this right and it'd be weird and and Cool. I mean, because that's what you kind of want from a horror film, right? Like, you want it to be a little bit weird, maybe a little bit funny, scare yeah. you. Like, that's what's brilliant about... I was actually just watching Get Out, because it was just randomly on before, the, like, and uh, before we started recording. And I was like, God, this movie is actually really funny, too. Like, it, it has... It, like, it's just this great blend. I think that's why it hits so hard. And that's the beauty of uh, Jordan Peele's style, is that he knows when to shine the camera on what's going on to make it funny or to make it horror. And there's a thin line that separates that. Like even a lot of stuff on the show, a lot of stuff on, um, on key and peel. It was like horror tinged. Like there was a lot of stuff where they were encountering like zombie racists or something like that. And it's like, okay, that could have worked as a whole movie, but I'm kind of glad they just left it at five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, um, Fantasy Island is interesting in the fact that it's now, 
I've never seen Fantasy Island, anything like, like related any, to it. Well, you know the basic premise, right? Like, um, no, okay, not really. So isn't there, those, a, isn't there a, um, a small person? And that's, that's probably not the right term. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> guys, I'm a small person too. Let's just, let's keep 100. I'm very short. Fantasy. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it, right? Yes. Fantasy Island. Um, yeah, it comes out Valentine's Day. But the original series, of course, starred Ricardo Montalban. Um, it was a, a fantasy drama television series, a lot like Love Boat, um, where it, f- it was an hour long and it focused on like celebrity guest stars who would come to this island and the, uh, the guests were guaranteed that their fantasies would come true. So you would come to the island and you either, I forget if oh, you would man. let them yeah, know that, ahead of time. That premise could really work. Oof. <laughs> so basically what ended up happening on the show uh, from the seventies was you would get your fantasy, but you would also be taught a lesson and you would go home being better off knowing that you have uh, everything you need in your life right now. I mean, it was just basically a rinse, uh, a wash, rinse, repeat sort of thing, you know, um, the sci-fi tinged one had that same thing, but it almost kind of winked at the audience. Like, okay, we know this shit doesn't make sense, but we're going to lay a, a few different Easter eggs in here to make you think that there's more going on in this world than you know about. Like, is Mr. Work magical? Is he hiring actors? Is he able to clone people? How did this work? Is it holograms? Whatever, you know? Mm, but. What's great about this version of Fantasy Island, because, okay, so say that, you know, um, there was somebody who you had a crush on uh, in high school and you always wanted to run into them again and fall in love and know what it was like to have a family. So on the original Fantasy Island, what would happen is, is that, oh, this person happens to be on the island, too, and you hit it off and you start to fall in love and you start talking and you realize you have so much in common. But then you realize that your life is already great as it is and you need to go home and, you know, live your life and forget about that stuff you left in the past, that sort of thing, you know. Uh, And it was a stretch, like, how the hell was this person on the island? That makes no sense at all. On the 80s version, the 90s rather, the 90s version of it, it was like, okay, well, we made uh, this wormhole or we went back in time and got this person or teleported them to the island and here they are now. In this version... Let's say that you're the person that the uh, party visiting the island had a crush on. Right. They pretty much kidnap you and bring no. you to this island. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a um, like a Black Mirror thing where yeah, I mean that kind of is, but like where they like had clones or something like that. Maybe it's like an ethical thing. This time they're like, nope, we're just going to grab them and go. Good lord. Yeah, it's it's weird shit, man. Because it's like. Uh, in the trailer, since it's in the trailer, I'll, I'll say this. They realize that, you know, they're not the persons, they're, they're not the people there to relive their fantasies. They're the ones featured in somebody else's fantasy. <sighs> and so now they're fighting to get off the island. It's, it's, I need to watch this trailer. Not sounds now. Sounds like, like a hoot. So yeah, we'll share that. Um, that actress is that's in this too. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Lucy names Hale. in here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting people in here. Um, the kid from, uh, Silicon Valley, the one that kept squatting in the house. <laughs> yeah. He was also on Crazy Rich Asians. He's in yeah. there too. Um, yeah. So it's worth it. I think I'll check it out. It's worth a look. Maybe I'll wait till it comes on 
streaming. But yeah, I'll give it a look eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go out of my way to see this. Movie. <laughs> I'll watch it on cable or whatever. Okay. okay. So. <clears throat> so we've got. I need you to prepare yourself. Okay. I'm, just, just I'm... calm. Think you know. Think of a meadow. A nice, calm meadow. Like meadow soprano. Yes. Okay. And um, well, we have some Burger King news. What? Well, we we have some Burger King news. Okay. Curse Bur- you, King of Burgers! <laughs> he thinks he's King of Burgers. Okay. <laughs> uh, you've heard of one million moms, correct? Uh, not all one million of them, but a good portion, yes. Okay, well, they're the assholes that were going after the Hallmark commercial for two women kissing on their wedding day. Yes. Like, this is inappropriate because it corrupts the children. <laughs> Guys, the children are just fine. How gay people are made. Oh. I didn't see anything like that growing up, and I still ended up gay. Sorry. <laughs> um, so this now they're going after Burger King. The One Million Moms is going after Burger King because in a commercial for the Impossible Whopper, they used the D word. Dun, dun, dun. Not dick (laughs) (laughs) or anything that incredibly, you know, horrible. They said, damn. (sighs) It says, damn, that's good. Okay. About a Whopper huh. in a commercial. Wow. The language is commercially offensive. So I wonder you what the fuck me. they would think about this show. A million moms were bored. You know, when you say uh, one million all, moms... It's definitely not a million of them. There's no, no way. Absolutely not. But when you say one million moms is going after uh, Burger King, it makes me think of that scene from World War Z where they're all like... <laughs> Crowling oh, all over each other to get yeah. over the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, shit. Well, what's funny is this is a million moms, uh, and they have a petition to remove or edit the ad, and it only has 9,000 signatures. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you a good number of those signatures are just people just, like, commenting with just, like, fuck you it's guys. Just or in her basement going, God damn it. Wait, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right now, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Get that filthy language out of your mouth, young man. Do as I say, not as I do. Okay? That's right. God darn it. I I just I saw Burger King news, and I was like, oh. And then it was so ridiculous. I'm so tired of hearing about this group too. All of a sudden, I'm like hearing about their stupid shit. Like, mm. I, go away. I don't I don't have time for your hate. Don't go after gay people. Don't right. go after people enjoying plant-based foods. <laughs> Don't go after <laughs> trans people because I'm sure they're going to have a pit, you know, fit about some wholesome thing that comes about that next or whatever. Like, just leave people alone. You have to shit. Wait. Way to inflate your numbers, too. Just like, all right, well, we don't have a million members, but we call ourselves one million moms. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. What you gonna do when one million moms comes after you? <laughs> oh my god, one million moms, nine thousand. That's that's the the part that really gets me is that they have this petition 
and it only has 9,000 signatures. So I'm like, That's the best. is this the actual number? Is it 9,000? Even that seems a little bit high, but okay. <laughs> you should make a competing group called 525,600 moms. Oh, my God. Please don't. <laughs> Someone else wants to do it, sure. <laughs> Seasons of mom. I will speak at your conventions. <laughs> but it, but all of the moms, it can actually be just parents, but all of the parents have to be gay. Like, that's the thing. That's the rule for this group. Okay. To counteract this group. Like So it can be dads, it can be moms, it can be non-binary, trans, whatever, but they're just parents. And they go after one million moms. <laughs> Just attack them. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what I want to see. <laughs> Be gay. Do crime. Do it. That's right. right. That's right. So there's a rumor. or I'm sorry. This is not a rumor. This is a direct question to Karen Gillan. Now, you guys remember Karen Gillan from Doctor Who uh, and Jumanji, uh, the latest Jumanji reboot series which was really good i don't know if you've watched that yet i haven't seen the second one but the first one was fantastic and obviously guardians of the galaxy um they asked her kind of what dc hero she would want to play or be involved with and uh she said that she would love playing batgirl and she would love directing batgirl too now see that's that's a pro move right there because you know for the longest time um, they had a Batgirl movie, uh, in the works, at least in the, in the planning stages. And they had, um, none other than Joss Whedon attached to direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I guess they broke that off. I don't know if it exists anymore, but yeah, I like that move where she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be back. Well, well, stories <laughs> did come out about Joss Whedon, um, sleeping with, uh, like interns or type of thing and then actresses and all that. And he was, it was consensual, but he was also abusing his power. Yeah. Uh, and it but was the weird thing by about his ex-wife. That. Like it was, it was not a black and white situation, but I do think that that might have been a contributing factor to them wanting to distance themselves from him. You know, what's weird about that is that I remember that happening. I yeah. remember that long, um, I guess it was like a, a internet post that the uh, uh, the person accusing him of doing uh, all that put out there, and I remember reading about it on Jezebel and on the Mary Sue and that sort of thing. And yeah, you know the Batgirl project did go away, but all of this happened before he got to uh, co-direct Justice League, right? And then it was also before the Weinstein scandal and all that. Yeah. So I think if that story came out today, it might be viewed a little bit more harshly. Yeah. Yeah. It just, man, just the, the, the hypocrisy of the, yeah. Okay. That's a whole different thing. No, no, no. Anyway. I understand. I don't think, I mean, I wouldn't say it's exactly like the Aziz story, but I think it's kind of similar to the Aziz story in the sense that it's, it's not on the level of like assault right. um, and sexual harassment and all things like that, but it, it's it's not cool either when you're in a position of power. But like it, it I don't know. Well, see, that's it, the thing. I mean, with with the Aziz thing, that was a bad date. You know, it, it's more complicated than that, obviously. But it was a bad date at the at the core of it. 
with the Whedon thing, yeah, the position of power aspect is there. And the, the fear of turning down your boss, I'd imagine, you know, is, is, is tangible. I don't I, know, man. I, no, I no, just, no, no, no. I agree. I, this is why I'm like, I, this is why I'm like, like trying to approach this very carefully. Yeah, because same here. It, you know, it's not something that should be taken lightly. It's not appropriate. If you're in a position of power, you should not be doing that. But, but we can't, we can't just like say all of this is the same at at the same time. I think. I could no, be. and I, I'm not, I'm not alleging that at all. You know, oh, I'm no, not no, saying no, like, no, oh, no, no, it's, you know. I didn't think you were. I, I'm saying that like we have to look at things. <sighs> I'm, I'm like being very careful with my words. Um, I do think we have to approach every scenario and view it and kind of treat it differently depending on the severity of it and everything like that. S- just so that it doesn't become like a mob mentality kind of thing or, you know, like a lot of times zero tolerance policies don't necessarily work because what if the situation is is a little bit more nuanced? I don't know. I, yeah. I just feel like I'm I'm saying so many things. <laughs> if, it's look, okay. I, I if you have an opinion on this, um and you can find a way to talk about it, hopefully if you're have dealt with something like this personally, you A can talk about it and I've dealt with it, but if you if you want to talk about it and have us talk about it on the show and offer your opinion, or even if you haven't dealt with it but a friend has, or you just have an opinion on it, let us know because opinions, other opinions in, on that type of situation, we really value. So, and I also want to reiterate, uh, I just, well, I want to make it clear: if you do write in and you want to share something like that with us, you also have the option of making sure that we keep it completely anonymous in that type yes, of situation. Absolutely. If you want, if you want your name attached to it, if you want to make that truth known to you, that's fine. But if you also want to just be, you know, uh, you know, Jane Doe, John Doe, what have right. you, uh, or a Doe. Sometimes it's uh, just valuable to have other, like the other experiences. I mean, that's half of the show, right? It's sure. us going, hey, I've been through X, Y, and Z in my life, and you going, oh, I've been through this. Yeah, like we we just have seen very different parts of life because, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we live in a world where, you know, you have different experiences based off your gender, your sexual orientation, your race. All of these things affect your life. So I I would be very interested to hear other perspectives on situations like this. Absolutely. You know, the, the odd coupleness of us makes is what makes us work. This is what, I <laughs> this is what people come back I mean, to. I tend to agree. That was my cat yelling, in case you heard. Uh, I was wondering. I'm like, who's in your basement, man? You got That is my cat. He's literally open, opening up my closet doors right now, trying to get in. So that's why he was yelling. <laughs> You're a real asshole, bud. I usually yell when I try to get out of closets. I don't know. I don't even know why he wants to go in there. Oh, Some my closets, God. Man. You're crazy. All right. Uh, what is this robbery with the pill? Oh, I brought. I put this one. Yeah, in. that's you. I'm like, I hope you know what this is, or else we have somebody. Once again, who's, uh... I did not read the notes. 
All right, so I think this uh, is a wall of weird story. If not, it's just a crap. Oh, yeah, I remember this story now. Okay. Time out. One second, one second. Okay, please continue. You good? I'm good. Okay. Let me start over. So this is, I'm going to call this a wall of weird. Okay, Um, are we officially in wall of weird? Uh, (laughs) let me double check. (laughs) Yeah. We're in all weird. Okay. Wall of weird. Okay. Continue. Okay. Good. 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 It's not right if it doesn't have the proper introduction. Okay. <laughs> so this is from BBC News in Scotland. All right. So a bank robber has a pillowcase disguise. No eye holes. <laughs> Matthew Davies failed to create eye holes in a cover ahead of an armed raid at a bank in. Dunfermline Fife? I can't pronounce that. that. Uh, Last September, the 47-year-old who threatened staff with a meat cleaver. Nice. Weapon of choice is interesting as well. Left the branch with nearly 2,000 euros, but was later arrested. Davies pleaded guilty to a charge of assault and robbery. A hearing at the High Court in Glasgow heard now Davies entered the Bank of Scotland branch and pulled the meat cleaver from a pillowcase before putting the bedding item to cover his face. So, (laughs) (laughs) he he was using it as a satchel. Yeah, he decided (laughs) halfway through, maybe I should put this on my head, or he planned to do that the whole time. So he didn't create eye holes in it, so he had to take it off. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, after threatening staff, he initially was given about uh, 300 euros, but he demanded more cash. And he said he would hurt a female customer if it was not handed over. So he um, battered the glass partition at the bank counter with a meat cleaver. And then he left the branch with just about 2,000 euros. Wow. Right. So a witness followed him from the branch to his home, which. You know what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, don't do that. Don't do that. Seriously. Don't Don't ever do that. Look, I I know like you're like, I know you're trying to do the right thing, but call the police. Like you got to let someone else handle that. That's way too dangerous. How secondly, how, how much of a buster must you be that, People felt safe following your punk ass home. Yeah. When you just robbed a bank at Cleaver Point. What? Oh, yeah. Man. Police later found cash and a pillowcase, <laughs> quote, consistent with what he put over his head at the house. <laughs> but this last line makes it. This this next line makes it. Go, go ahead. Read that. Read that. Oh, crap. It closed the article. Read it. Okay. You read it. Okay. They also discovered a stun gun. Motherfucker, why didn't you bring the why stun gun? Why didn't you use the stun gun? Why? Take up the fight, you dumbass! <sighs> okay. So, drugs? <laughs> I mean, how could it not be drugs? I, wow. Wow, man. You Okay, so part of me wants to think that he actually did cut eye holes into a pillowcase but grabbed the wrong pillowcase on the way out the door 
And as his girlfriend was, uh, girlfriend or wife was putting the, uh, the bedding back on the bed, she discovered the two holes <laughs> in the pillowcase. <laughs> I grabbed the wrong one. Damn it. I thought it was like moths or something. Yeah. Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bridget. You gave me the wrong pillowcase. Pillowcase. Yeah. All right. We have a second wall of weird story today. Second wall of I- weird. I think you added this one, but to be honest, I can't. I can never remember nowadays. I just find oh. things and throw them in there. Is it? No, this this one was all you. Okay. <laughs> Bathman who fought off rabid fox attacked again. <laughs> this is out of Maine. Eighty-eight-year-old Norman Keeney says that his Friday afternoon was going smoothly. I had just returned from the store, parked my car, and the door was closed, and I heard this little mew. The retired, the retired chief of Bath, which is the name of the town in Maine, says that he, he was a fire chief, says that he thought the sound came from his cat. <laughs> I looked and it was a fox starting to come at me. Uh, he says the fox was able to take him down after pouncing on him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm in the middle of the driveway trying to beat it off with a cane, and the cane kept breaking. <laughs> Damn. Keeney was scratched and bitten all over his hands and face. He received oh. treatment at, I know, I feel bad for him, at Midcoast Hospital, including stitches on his fingers and eyebrow. The fox must have grabbed onto my eye. It's a oh. wonder he didn't get the eyeball and pull it out there. Thankfully, he didn't. Uh, it says uh, he says that a nearby neighbor helped pull the fox off of him, uh, and then the police did put the fox down, and then they're testing it to make sure it's not rabid. Yeah, yeah. But okay, but it's the story's not over. For Keeney, this is a cruel version of deja vu. Back in September, he strangled a rabid fox to death with his, with his foot when it was attacking him. Holy shit! The January attack was a bigger fox. The last one, I was able to get it with my foot. The last one, it was just strangling it with my bare hands, hoping God it would dang. stop clawing me. What did this man do to foxes? I, they just got it out for him, man. They yeah. Must be talking like, just heard you talking shit, man. What's up? What's got against foxes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's getting um, treatments to make sure he doesn't have rabies or anything like that. And it's good that I they mean, didn't put that. That fox down. Look, I we're all we're animal lovers. We love animals, but when an animal is attacking a human like that, that's a kind of a weird situation. That's probably something that has gone wrong. It's a very weird situation. We we have something going on here in Chicago where uh, the coyotes are starting to uh, come at people, and uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, they there was a coyote that bit a uh, a kid. You know? Yeah. Well, the kid um, probably served it. Well, that's that's usually what you would assume because yeah, yeah, coyotes tend to stay away from humans, um, and they basically check chase after like small woodland creatures, you know, chipmunks and and rabbits and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, people were like, okay, well, what did the kid do? You know, but you can't say that because it's like a little kid, and, <laughs> right? You know. So anyway, um, they didn't do com- anything. They're just they're smaller. They're like they become prey. That's well, it. not even that. Not in this no? situation. So okay. they found they found the coyote. Uh, they captured the coyote, 
This is this actually like on the news and everything too. They showed the capture, which I thought was really weird in a city like Chicago. Like, wow, they're yeah. showing this. Interesting. Um, they found out that the coyote had been shot with a BB gun in its chest, oh, and it was just basically lashing out at that point. Oh. So See, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it's like some asshole shot the fox, shot the, the fox, the coyote. Yeah, yeah, yeah the coyote. And yeah, in the chest, and now he's. Like, you know, in survival mode. You know what I bet? It was that fucking Roadrunner. Fucking Acme. Fucking (laughs) defective products. It was a BB trap for the Roadrunner, and it backfired. Yep. And it blew up in his face, and you could just hear the coyote going. He's angry. He's he's angry. He's angry for good reason, too. Just, you know, has a habit of falling off of cliffs. So, so there is one more quote by Keeney here, which he said, <laughs> he says, I've got a different walking stick. It's an older one, a wooden one. I'm going to start using that now. So <laughs> he's, he's like, the solution to this, apparently I, foxes are attracted to me. <laughs> so I'm going to beat them with a stick. Local foxes in your area <laughs> want to know your now, location. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. You just named the episode. I hate it, man. I hate it because some fox is gonna be reading this story and be like, "Oh, bigger stick, huh? Got your number, motherfucker." Yeah. This isn't the last we've heard of Keeney. Fucker. No, no, no. What? Like, what if we find out that this man has been like holding foxes in his den or something like that, selling their meats (laughs) off? I don't know. What if this is like you killed my entire family? Right. Did they check his trunk? I don't know, man. I don't. It doesn't. They didn't say anything about it. But this is like a, a fox taken situation. He kidnapped me. that fox's wife. That's what I'm saying. What did you do with my wife? That's my wife. That's, That's my, my fox wife. wife. That's my fox wife. <laughs> so yeah, there's, know, there's more to this one, story. One is is one thing. Two suspicious you start asking questions after two exactly what the fuck are you doing to them foxes right what you doing mm-hmm. what see you, doing? <sighs> you know you got me watching this show you now yeah i haven't finished it yet yeah neither have i okay um good. i just got to season two okay yeah and i'm not gonna give spoilers or anything like that um mm-hmm. it's it's captivating it's so good I've and, never and, watched. And I remember, I, I told you that the the lead actor is also like I really love him because he's talking about like toxic masculinity and like the way we portray this type of romance in the media and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's really good. It's good, and I I feel bad for this guy. Um, and I think this is where we started talking about him way way earlier in the show. Uh. When I say earlier, I mean like earlier episodes of the show <laughs> when you were telling me that people were associating him with his character very closely. Yeah. To the point where he has no choice but to be an advocate, <laughs> you know, at this point. Because he's 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 a good actor. He plays that part very convincingly. Um obviously it hits close to home on a minor level, hopefully for most people uh watching that that see something there. Uh yeah. It's scary how he can turn it on and off, you know, but that's the, that's the quality of actor he is, you know, but yeah, he, he did basically, you the, did you see the clip of him on Colbert? No, there was a no, clip of him on a uh, Stephen Colbert the other day. 
and he did the uh, like he did the switch from his face to Joe's face. It was <laughs> crazy. It was really cool. <laughs> you know, it's funny too because if if you just watch it with a different soundtrack, it's a rom com. Just barn. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. It's, like it's when they edit, they edit the actual rom-coms and they change the music and turn it into a horror film. Yeah. Like those like, fake trailers and stuff. They did it to Bosom Buddies, I think, too. And it's, yeah, same same thing. Um, what gets me about him is just like the narration and everything that he does. It, it's it's funny, watching that show, not, not only his switch, but watching it, and realizing that this was a, a lifetime show that was, I think they canceled it and it was bought back by Netflix. Is that right? Yes. So the first season ran on Lifetime. Okay. And <laughs> sorry. So I think before they even finished airing it, mm-hmm. like it was very quick that it was canceled and then like scooped up by Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it I was just Netflix starting to get a little there. bit of buzz. And yeah. some people were talking about it because it's based on books as well. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So the first season was the first book, and apparently the second season is the second book, and she's con- I think she's continuing. Okay. The series, or they they did pick it up for a third season, so we'll see. There's definitely, and again, without giving away spoilers or anything like that, there's a there's a change in the show where you can tell it's like, Oh no, motherfuckers, we got that Netflix money. Now we're not cutting for commercial breaks. We're not, you know, cutting away from this sort of thing anymore. This is a new era of you. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's frightening. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's it a is weird so show. Good. It's so good. Like, I don't even I, know if I could say it's good. It's just like, it's captivating. It just, oh, your I disagree. I think it's good. I think it's really powerful. I do think it, it's the way it's dealing with, um, like toxic romance and toxic masculinity and all that. I, I think it's, especially in this day and age where we're kind of like, oh man, like there's the joke on How I Met Your Mother where are you the Dahmer or the Dobbler? Like, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's... for those who haven't seen How I Met Your Mother, it's the romantic gesture is either Lloyd Dobbler from Say Anything, super romantic, super great, everything like that. Or it's Jeffrey Dahmer, a serial killer. It all depends on the eyes of the beholder. And they're basically taking that idea. I mean, it's based on books, so it's different. But, like, that kind of idea of, is this romance? Is this not? When does it become creepy? Like, you know, it's just, I I think it's really well done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I get, I totally agree with that. It's well done. I just don't know if I can say it's good. I know it's a weird, it's a weird metric, you know, where it's just like, fuck, this is fucked up. Oh, and well, if if you're having a hard time dealing with it because of that, I get it. Yeah, it's just it's fucked up, man. Um, Definitely. Yeah, but it's on it's on Netflix if anyone's interested. Oh, much like us, it's based on a book. So you know, this whole podcast, every episode is based on a different yes. novel. Yes. My erotic friend fiction. <laughs> That's why we spent so much time talking about boobs on this episode. Yeah. That was the chapter. It was just, it was titled boobs. <laughs> anyway. What are we doing? Look at us. I don't know, man. <laughs> like yeah. the full run. Hey, hey. Hey. Look at us. Look at us. What's happening? <laughs>
Yeah. I think that's a show, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you listening to our ramblings, uh, hanging out with us this evening as we hang out with one another. It's been fun, but we're going to call it a night. Mm-hmm. We're going to let you get on with your day. If you enjoy what we do here on the show, please consider contributing. Give us a, a, a tip. Throw a coin to your witcher, if you will, <laughs> over on Patreon.com, Lex and Matt. Um, of course, you can follow us on all the social medias. Go to our website, LexandMattPod.com. And uh, as always, just, just, just keep being great people. <laughs> you mean be excellent to each other? No, 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 okay. because it's your okay. turn. See, I, I stopped. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, okay. It's not my turn. No, okay. I, yeah. Um, be, uh, be good, sweet chili babies to everyone. Be, <laughs> be good, sweet chili babies. <sighs> I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Like a round. It was like a round where we're like, bye, bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>